Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Einkorn. Hello. And our roadie, Matt Bailey. I don't hmm. like that one at all. I don't know what. Sure. Hi. What is a roadie? Is that like um? That's like your guy, right? That goes on tour with you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a roadie just kind of follows, but doesn't have like a designated like job. job. They just kind of uh, follow the band around on a tour. I'm gonna make you a list of things to okay. use so we don't run into this every week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I literally try to just, I just come up with it right oh, away, so I'm not thinking about it too much. I've never been a roadie. There you go. Something new. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. I also um, love how Jordan cares about it so much. He puts in so much thought for you on it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Uh, episode number 72. This is our Carlton Fisk episode. Baseball. Nice. Mike said it last night. Yeah, uh, gotcha. Um, <laughs> and lest we forget, this is also our Ed too tall jones episode oh <laughs> he's just too he's tall, tall. He's just too tall <laughs> what how why how tall you? is too tall? yeah how tall <laughs> is too tall um we'll honestly asking. he's a football player correct i yeah, think he is yeah i think okay. he is um can you be too tall in football i think you could lose like you can fall over pretty easily if you're yeah. too tall maybe. you, you tall lose football. speed i guess if, yeah. if you're too tall too tall football yeah, um, but in basketball, I mean, the taller the better. Usually, for the most part. I mean, look at Boban. Yeah, Boban. That's our dude. Who's yeah, that? that is our dude. He's the emoji man. No, that's Mike Scott. Uh, <laughs> Kate oh, and yeah. I just watched the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said that people call him emoji man. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, he does have he like a. I'm, he has a lot of emoji tattoos. I just read an interview about him today. I don't know why I didn't remember that was his name. His, ma- his name's Mike Scott. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't believe <laughs> the it. The th- regional manager? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> cool. So, so, as you guys could hear, we're back in the studio. Yes. You don't want me to read my 72 facts? So that means Kate could give some facts. About I have a, another athlete that you didn't say. Oh, okay. Um, refrigerator Perry. <laughs> oh, that's the one Mike was really into last night was Refrigerator Perry. Refrigerator Perry. I said that like a million times last night. Yeah, so for all the Perry fans. Well, for all the refrigerators. Okay. <laughs> um, that was my slipper. Um, so common characters per line while computing is number 72. So apparently there's 72 characters per line while you compute. Duh. Um, radio shorthand, it means best wishes when you say 72. Nice. Um, it is the usual par for a round of golf. Mm. It is the number of spaces in Parcheesi. It is the default screen resolution for all Apple products. And it's room temperature in Fahrenheit. Hmm. Oh, 72 is room temp. Says who? Says yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 72, honestly, boring facts. Yeah. But There's a lot of them. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's a utility number for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like in computing and temperature. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not a weird number. Yeah. 
I know. I was hoping there'd be some cool math facts about it. And we all learned what a weird number was last week. Two weeks ago. No. No, Mike clarified last week. Yeah. And let's just clarify, you know, what happened last week. We had our our good friends, Mike Paulshock and Bree Pattinson, uh, host for us. You know, there was a rumor going around that they took over for us. They, you know, Bailey, I saw one on the boards that Bailey (laughs) couldn't take us anymore, couldn't take, you know, the way Kate and I are, so kicked us right off the podcast. Um, But these are all lies. Uh, Kate and I had to kind of take a vacation and get Mm -hmm. the F out of Philadelphia, so we went to Disney, and uh, Mike and Bree did a awesome job filling stand in for up us job. Yeah, a true stand-up job um but it's good to be back good to be back in the studio uh disney was cool Ooh. it was hot disney was, was hot. it really that hot yeah one day it was almost 90 degrees yeah so here, yeah but. yo here's the thing yeah, but. here's the thing yeah but, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing <laughs> i was it was hot yeah but it was comfortable like i wasn't like yeah. oh it's so hot yeah. i was enjoying the weather one day i was like that where you I was thought it was too hot mm-hmm. when the day was almost 90 i yeah, wasn't but like yeah but in the summer almost 90 is like great i yeah. feel like Ugh, yeah i get crank monster yeah kate's cranky in the heat um but i was living my best life down yeah. there. <laughs> so how were the rides sick yeah the rides aren't i'm a thrill seeker bro and yeah. they weren't as intense as i want them to be were at universal huh yeah or knobles you know (laughs) (laughs) where the thrill is it might break and i might die there was this one ride that we did it was a dinosaur ride Mm. which was pretty thrilling there's a lot of little jumps dinosaurs in your face and we took this picture and everyone's looking one direction i mean the point of the picture is to look at the dinosaur that's Mm -hmm. scaring you and I'm looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone in funny. the car is like, <laughs> it was cool. When you say dinosaur ride, do you mean Jurassic Park or no, it's <laughs> no, like some off brand? <laughs> pretty much. Huh. I think Disney did a movie called Dinosaur. They did. Yeah. They did. And it was that. The Good Dinosaur? <laughs> oh, no. That's another dinosaur movie they did. No. Um, huh? Yo, I liked it. It's a small world. They redid it. <laughs> oh, my God. Because well, they redid it and it looks dope. Did you guys do the snow white ride no it was an hour and a half way yeah when we when i went two two years ago i guess it was that was like the hot new ride mm-hmm. at disney and wait 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 I, was, nobody we, mentioned the yes, snow white did, ride to me paying attention. i love snow white <laughs> they talked Dude. about it for probably 20 you minutes you didn't see today, any of the dwarves <laughs> um but it was like a like a seven dwarf uh, roller coaster was like a cool oh, the mine, mine train. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was the Avatar world? <laughs> yeah, my favorite. Really? Favorite well, part. What's brand new? Like, what? Do they have cool, like, roller coasters in there or so, anything? Or no roller like? coasters. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, like, super immersive, though. There's no, like, Disney branding, and it they have, like, sound, like, sound smells, <laughs> lights. Like, it's crazy. Ooh, smells? Dude, smells. <laughs> What? How do you, you know what smell. things smell I'm like if you just watch the, the movies? <laughs> I'm not confirming the smell because I don't even remember that Do you part. know what an Avatar smells like? Yeah, you know that classic so, Avatar smell. There's two rides in, in um, what they call Pandora. Mm. Um, one is 
over a three hour wait to get on it. And you guys waited, huh? No. Nope. <laughs> and okay. apparently it's like so the, you went on one ride. <laughs> you know the um the Harry Potter one that's in Yeah, Universal. Yeah, but the one that not the Escape from Gringotts, the other one. That's in the pa- castle where it's a simulator and you're strapped. Oh, in. yeah. That's apparently what it's like. Mm. And it's, then it's your run-of-the-mill flight simulator. <laughs> and then the other one was just like a boat ride. We took the boat ride. Nice. <laughs> we, we waited fucking almost two hours for a fucking Oof. boat ride. What I learned about myself down at Disney is I'm real into like the lazy boat rides. Huh. Small I mean, World, Avatar. Also, I feel like 75% of their rides are lazy boat rides. Did you guys get any of the fast passes or no? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. We did, but we got like, they were Dude. hard to get. They're hot. They're Commodity hot. for eight yeah. people. Um, Toy cool. Story Land was cool. You know, it was just, it's like a magical place. Yeah. So, is it your first time going? Um, I'm going to say yes. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say yes, though. But, but it's not. He... I mean, technically it's not, but like, I don't remember the first Jeremy time I went. I went when he was like seven years old and got poked in the eye by Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I went for his autograph and he just poked me in his eye with his tail and you know and he's been mad ever since <laughs> and you know how that goes yeah you know how that goes Pluto's nice. honestly Pluto's the better dog so <laughs> um, but yeah it was cool but you know what the whole time I was down there I was just thinking about the podcast Yo. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> couldn't wait to get back so here we are um, and this week we have like I guess we're changing it up a little bit, you could say. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, when we don't have a guest on, usually we kind of rotate our picks. Um, and I don't know if anyone notices, but we go in order f- for us, and we try to go ma- male, female, male, female as much as possible. Um, but recently we've been asking you guys online to send us some suggestions who you'd like us to review. So we thought... Um, we would dip into that pool a little bit. Uh, so we went with one of your choices and we went uh, with one of our loyal listeners, good friend, Nate Lawler. Um, he gave us some really good choices. Honestly, every suggestion that everyone put out there is really good. So uh, I want to continue doing this, but we're going to start this week with Nate's um, suggestion of Killian Murphy. Um and obviously Nate's not here in the studio, but uh, we reached out to him and he gave us a uh, reason why he suggested him. So I'm going to throw it over to Kate to read why <laughs> Nate Lawler picked Killian Murphy. All right. So I'm just going to like read this straight up. <laughs> so Nate said, I know you guys don't talk about TV, but when I suggested him, I had just finished watching Peaky Blinders. But I thought he did a great job in Batman Begins as Dr. Jonathan Crane slash Scarecrow, the Shivering Soldier in Dunkirk, and also his role in Free Fire. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I back that. Yeah, I back that as well. And I would say, should we just dive right into it? I want to first (laughs) and foremost say that he's hot. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And... I, that's like the fir- only thing I like remembered about him for a long time was that he was just like an attractive person because I couldn't remember a f- thing I saw him in. Um, I remember liking that movie Red Eye a lot with uh, him and Rachel McAdams uh, directed by our boy uh, Wes Craven. 
Mm, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. I always forget he's in the Batman movie, The Scarecrow. He's in like all three, and I keep yeah. forgetting that he does he he doesn't play like a prominent role after like the first, the first one, one, right? No. But it's cool that he's not like dead and just like pops up in the other ones. In the Dark Knight, he's in it for like a hot sec. Is he in it in the second? Third one, he's like the judge in the third. One. Right, right, right. Um, I don't even remember who he is, but he's cat. He's like listed as the. Well, he's Jonathan Crane in all of them. Yeah. Right, but I don't remember him in the second one. Oh, uh, no. gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. And, I don't. Know, he's just always someone like I know exactly what he looks like, but I can't remember anything he's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna back you on that, Kate. I'm gonna say, first off, he's hot. <laughs> he's, he's hot. He's so hot to me. Also, I have like a thing with Irish people, very attracted to Irish people. Yeah. So, you know, he checks that box for me. He has a sick name. Is it Cillian? Yeah. Is it Killian? Yeah. It's Killian. Yeah. yeah. We looked at I it. I thought it was Cillian. Um, I feel like he's boys with your boy, Brendan Gleeson. Oh, yeah. They're boys for sure. I think he's like in like multiple things that mm-hmm. they like. I mean, I feel like it's inevitable when you're from Ireland and you're an actor around the same age i feel like they do a lot of those hometown irish movies together mm-hmm. they may and you know <laughs> what i respect about him he started his career as a rock musician mm-hmm. and then he just turned down a record deal they wanted to sign him he said nah i'm gonna be an actor and it was a five record deal like it was for five records yeah i mean that sounds like not really a good deal but <laughs> well, they, uh. he turned it down i'll tell you right now he turned it down because he was in a band with his brother mm-hmm. and his brother was 16 when they got that record deal mm-hmm. and his parents stepped in and said you guys are too young to take that deal oh well mm-hmm. um i watched him on an interview with uh i think it was stephen colbert and he was probably one of the worst interviewees I think I've ever seen for like one word answers, like Mm. not giving like Steven anything to like work with at all. Is he like one of those shy introverted type? He might've, I mean, he just really wasn't giving him anything to really work with. Like Steven Colbert would like ask him a question. He would give like a real short answer. Like, yes, I did do that. Or, (laughs) okay or like it was just like very weird mm. um, he said that like he hates doing any kind of red carpet event or any yeah. kind of interview thing i don't think he did any interviews until the 2000s yeah and like any kind of late night show and he said that like he's super uncomfortable with them and yeah. he can't get used to like doing them yeah he definitely is never in the public eye yeah like never i don't know much about him um I like him though. Like I oh, like yeah. seeing. I him. like him a lot. Yeah. I thought in Dunkirk, for the most part, I didn't like Dunkirk. I was pretty drunk in the theater though, yeah. so I need to. <laughs> I need to he rewatch that it. box of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I do remember his part, and I really liked him as like the shell shocked, or what? What did yeah. they refer yeah. to him as the shivering soldier? That's like his like. That's his name on like the credits. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess he doesn't get a name. No in the one movie. really gets names in that now. That yeah. I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. And then, uh, I mean, I guess I only know him from that. One of the movies we're going to review 28 Days Later, I know him mm-hmm. from that. And then um, the uh, the Batman trilogy. Um, I've tried to watch Peaky Blinders like twice, and I just don't think I'm ready for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't think you're ready for it yet either. Um, I had never seen 28 Days Later. Mm. So this was like an introduction of that to me. 
Should I say now his best and his true best is true worst? Or should yeah, I yeah. Before we, we'll we'll start with twenty eight days later. Yeah. Um, just because you know yeah, you did already. You say beforehand? I saw it a while ago, and I actually have the DVD, uh-huh, and it's in a like a a case like a blockbuster case oh, like that right. i would have rented it in which i it looks like i just never returned it speaking That's of blockbuster it. there's only one left yeah. in yeah. australia so mm-hmm. well no no oregon. It, oregon there was two the one in australia closed uh, i headlined it <laughs> that's basically what i you do got with one all my sentence food. of information and switch the information that was in yep. it very good um is true best is the dark knight at 94 percent then it was Dunkirk, and then it was The Wind That Shakes. We chose this one because he was the most featured, besides The Wind That Shakes, but we thought that one wasn't as It's called wrong. The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh I have that God. right here. Don't diss that my Irish like heritage. That sounds like one of the worst. If I saw that title, I would stay as serious, clear, far away from that movie as possible are Barley you kidding me it's about the us. irish war of independence <laughs> we skipped it sorry we skipped it um and then his true worst was aloft then it was disco pigs which is like his like breakout and then transcendence but this was the one he was most featured in so we took it yeah um it's funny that you say you wouldn't you'd stay far away from that because yeah. when we were like deciding which yeah. one i saw that i was like there's not a chance in hell that we could get Bailey to watch <laughs> yeah, this movie. Yeah, that's exactly like <laughs> No way. I got you, bro. B- Barley's in the title. Dude, I'm out. <laughs> um, but we didn't go with the wind that shakes the barley. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's his highest rate that he's most featured in. Instead, we went with the 2002 masterpiece 28 Days Later. Which I feel like that's like his... Movie, movie. That like, that's what movie. people know him from. Yeah, yeah. His like, I feel like that is his breakout role. Um, you know, it's his twenty eight days later, <laughs> a zombie flick. <laughs> I mean, it's what do you, um, so Killian is in like a coma. He wakes up and there's zombies everywhere because the the government was doing something with chimps to make them enraged showing them like violent videos which then made them zombies somehow or like gave them like a disease uh PETA goes in <laughs> tries to free them and they bite people and then shit pops off just to be clear the chimps bite people not not PETA. <laughs> Peter might as well. Have. Actually, they might have bitten people because the chip, the chips, the chimps bit the people, and yeah. the yeah. people might have. It's your classic like infection virus so, story. I have a couple of questions. I don't know much about comas or like being knocked that, out, for being days. knocked out for like twenty eight days. But um, is he when you're in like a coma, you don't eat or drink? No fluids kind of like go into your body yeah, or come well, out? like. IV. Yeah, you get IV and nutrition. So how yeah. would, if like the world is over, I assume there's uh, no like point. electricity, like the hospital's abandoned, like for know. 28 days, how do you survive? I don't know if the body goes in some type of like hibernative state or anything like that. I don't know. Was it 28 days that he's in the hospital? 
I assume so, because he doesn't really know what's going on. Correct. He was like, I'm a bicycle messenger. I got hit. Mm. He oh could have been God. in there for more than 20 Oh, no, days. no. You're <laughs> right. You're right. I thought uh, this time around tw- 28 days later in the bottom right, like, uh-huh. shows up. I was like, oh, that's what's 28 days yeah. later. So, but it could have been that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, well, you know, well, I agree. I but, agree with you. Like, But my thing is, like, it's 28 days later from the initial bite but who knows when that like when it spread really got out yeah you know what i yeah. mean like well that's part of the mystery of this movie yeah is like where did it spread how far did it spread so oh you so know forth. what though that's a good point because when he wakes up out of his coma um or we're saying coma who knows what he is <laughs> yeah. um but he is ravenous like he goes to that drink machine and mm-hmm. he's like drinking is it milk or orange juice Did he get like, a pepsi or yeah. Pepsi. There's like a couple Pepsi like yeah. shout outs yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he like he's going nuts. So maybe he was thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> he's, he's just Well yeah, I don't I don't really care. Like that doesn't really make a big splash in the I movie. will I say know. something. I mean, if something if that's the least unrealistic yeah. thing. <laughs> um my favorite part and the the only part I, I've seen this movie before but the only part I remember is when he wakes up in the hospital mm-hmm. and walks around London. London. Um, and it's just empty. Mm-hmm. And one thing I will give this movie, I mean, we'll get into whether we like it or not, um, but I will give a lot of the shots are very, very cool and, like, they're creative. Mm-hmm. And in that, in those moments, too, where you're, they're, like, showing em- big, empty sprawls of the city, it looks really, really cool. Also, this influenced a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I w- yeah, I mean, sure. I feel like this was definitely like it. I feel like there weren't like big zombie movies until like this one came out, and then there was like this, and then Dawn of the Dead uh-huh. remake, and like I feel like it was the resurgence for like zombie Zombies. movies. Definitely a resurgence. Because like Walking Dead, the comic came out I think a year after yeah. this, and that hospital scene in the beginning is the intro to Walking Dead. And, like, there's so many shout-outs in Walking Dead from this specific movie. And that's such a big part of culture now, too. So it's just this inspired so many, like, other popular things. So I don't watch um, Walking Dead because I stay away from TV. Um, Are they... There's two types of zombies. There's, like, the... There's... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I got bit. Um... There's two in my mind. There's like those chemical injected ones that are uh, like ravenous and quick mm-hmm. and fast and mm-hmm. like vicious. And then there's like the dull ones who come back from yeah. the dead. Are is Walking Dead that those it's the latter? The slow ones. Slow, slow ones. ones. That's a world I, I want to live in. <laughs> the slow ones, not these mm-hmm. like fast, crazy. That's ones. definitely a safer world, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like. <laughs> If zombies were ever to become a thing, mm-hmm. I think they'd be the fast ones. Well, it yeah, because I think how they would come about even would be fast. Like, well, because like the way they became zombies, I guess, is the most realistic, realistic rather like, than like everyone coming alive from correct. the just dead. spreading like infectious yeah, blood. Yeah, like like yeah. how dogs or cats get like rabies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that would be the most mm-hmm. like right. oh right, right. Oh, logical thing yeah that's animal really zombies yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh they're just animal zombies yeah. but 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 so this movie it's 
I guess it's influential, but it's pretty typical. Like the whole narrative of but was it typical before it right yeah i don't know like he thinks he's alone then he runs into the zombies but then as he's about to get attacked by zombies there's a group of humans Mm -hmm. that have been surviving save him and then he's with them and in that group is it that group that we meet brendan gleason no No, that's after that oh after the second group so there's a second group too where we meet our film friend uh, brendan gleason there's like a lot of convenience in this too, right? So it's like he gets out of the hospital, immediately finds food. He gets out of the hospital, immediately finds people that are still living. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it'd be a lot harder to find those people because I feel like everyone would be in hiding or trying to. Move well, he away. didn't really find them. They yeah. found him because yeah, he was like running still, away, yeah. and they were like. But still, I feel like it's still like convenient. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it moves the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't really I it's hard to tell like how many people are actually left alive right. yeah. at this right. point. Like what? there could be like a ton of people that were just saw someone running and they're just like locked up in their homes and just didn't want to like do anything about it. Like who knows? I don't know. Um the scary one of the scariest parts to me was when he goes into the church mm. all those uh, people are laying down and he says hello which he says oh he loves to say hello he says yeah. hello so much yeah. um and he people just spring up yeah and then the that i feel like that priest the scene with the priest is pretty famous mm-hmm. um i think the the priest in that church just got infected or he seems like he mm-hmm. just got infected um and he kind of comes and attacks him and that's the first time where he has to be like violent with one of these things and it's it's a cool scene yeah Good it scene. is but it actually like surprised me when those heads popped up out of the yeah group yeah also the wall that says the end is extremely fucking nigh yeah we watched this movie with our uh our um our expert our expert mike paul shock and he Made a good point that no, (laughs) (laughs) like no one would paint that on there in this time, especially like you would need a ladder Mm -hmm. and to take the time to write that on the wall. seems a little, a little far fetched. I I think there's a lot of that in this movie, but it's, it's definitely for artistic purposes and I'll give it an A for that though. It Um, looks cool and there's creative things in it. It is like written by one of your boys. Oh yeah, Alex Garland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I didn't and, know that. Either. And directed by Danny Boyle. Like yeah. it's like a. It had a lot going for it. I feel yeah. like. I mean, and I don't I know don't if this was like before they actually like, popped off in their careers, like Danny uh, Boyle right. and Alex yeah. Garland. But well, it's definitely when Alex Garland was just like he's like a sci-fi writer before he was mm-hmm. a screen like, and then he dipped his toe in screenplays with like this the kind beach. of stuff and the, the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember this movie being super popular when it came out. Yeah, too. it yeah. really was. Yeah. Now, do you guys like this movie? I can't tell. <laughs> I like it. I okay. like, like, um, I like. I think I like more of the idea of it than mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I like how it turns more into not a really like a zombie movie, and it goes mm-hmm. more into like other issues yeah. as it goes on so which the big, is cool the big conflict that you run into is i don't know his name but he's the guy in leftovers yeah. Yeah. they run into him and he's running some sort of like what would you even military. call that like a military you think it's a safe, like safe haven family. right yeah. Yeah. yeah um but he's like this wild yeah. leader um and there's a lot of conflict there with him 
There's also a lot of like real moments, like the when he's watching the home videos and shit yeah. like that in the house. You know what? I like this movie. Yeah. I like a lot about it. I like the I like the people in it. I like the father and the daughter, Brendan Gleeson. Love and Brendan his daughter. Gleeson yeah. and the daughter. The 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 moment he gets blood in his eye, that scene is like it's very, very good. Like crazy that that one job. Yeah, that is wild that that happened. But yeah. like right whatever. on the corner. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean. It's. All, I also wish I had seen this movie when it came out or like mm-hmm. a while ago because mm. I, now there's been so many things Yeah. where I wish I could see this with like fresh eyes yeah. without having yeah. seen so many zombie so things. Many zombie things. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could see why it was influential though and yeah, it kind of brought sure. back the genre. The genre. <laughs> the genre. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like Killian Murphy in it too. I, oh, think he's, yeah. I think he's cool in it. Yeah. I like his hair when he first wakes up. Yeah, he's well, so hot. We see something else when he first wakes oh. up. Oh, that's him. I forgot. Well, you do see his peen. <laughs> you, you see his peen. Is it his? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. it's probably not. Probably his. dropped the fake one in there. <laughs> they just dropped it. They laid it on top. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll get to his penis later. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they overall, full sicko mode at the end. Oh, I love when he goes full sicko yeah. mode. He goes full sicko mode in both of these movies. Yeah. I temporarily forgot the other movie. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes full sicko mode in both. Confirmed. Yeah. Um, and yeah. there's that guy from The Prince in Me in it. The Julia Stiles Prince movie. Hmm. I was really proud of myself for spotting him. He was one of the soldiers. Hmm. Um, this was a very British movie, though. Like the yeah. guy one point says, "What do you want, a sweetie?" I don't know what that means. What yeah, does that mean? That What's a when sweetie? He did something well, and he goes, "What do you want, a sweetie?" But say what that means. I'm assuming it means like you <laughs> want a cookie. It's like the equivalent. Oh, okay. uh, um, what would you guys? What do you think <laughs> the uh, taglines or give a tagline for this movie? See, if I've seen the cover multiple times, but I haven't read the tagline. Uh. I don't know. You can't even guess. <laughs> you just don't know. Um, uh, goes to sleep, wakes up, zombies. Oh, like it. Close. Um, <laughs> his fear began when he woke up alone. His terror began when he realized he wasn't. Uh, huh? There's also cool. a couple cool. more. Day one, exposure. Day uh, three, so infection. Mm-hmm. Day eight, epidemic. Day 15, evacuation. Day 20, devastation. That mm. one's kind of weak. Yeah, because yeah, it also doesn't get to where you are, yeah. which is 28 days. Yeah, this one is uh, the days are numbered. That's mm, clever. That yeah. Makes sense. And then I kind of like this one. Be thankful for everything. For soon there will be nothing. Oh, that's pretty sick. <laughs> so deep. And that then he, he also has that the woman that he's been traveling with that whole time, mm-hmm. and she's like a what is she pharmacist or something. Um, but the scene in the end where he's like losing blood or whatever, and she yeah. pulls that needle with her teeth. It like mm. freaked me out. The face that she made was like wild. There's also yeah. weird stuff with the women in this movie too, with like the survivalist portion with the um, army. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the part of the movie that I was like, shit gets real. Damn, this is like taking a turn. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm in yeah. because like I could see like Where this people yeah. doing. Oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it was crazy. So they pretty much like captured, like held hostage the two women for procreation reasons. But instead of just, you know, 
saying that they like force them to dress up in outfits and like play a part of mm-hmm. being like a yeah. sexy woman. One of those women are like young. So it's like kind of fucked up. Yeah. So like they so the way they get there is that they hear like on the radio like hey there's like a safe haven just yeah. meet us at this point. So they get there and I don't know why the people Maybe they didn't get there in time, but like they waited a while before they brought them like back to their camp. I feel like they got to this like the mm-hmm. place where they were supposed to get to. They waited. They're like, "Oh my god, no one's here." Yeah. Waited another ten minutes. Then Brendan Gleeson gets all zombied up. But like, if the military people would have popped yeah. out sooner, Brendan Gleeson would have been fine. It's true. It's all you know timing. So. There's an interesting fact here with September 11th uh, in this movie. <laughs> and we all know, kind of have an obsession with September 11th. So I feel yeah, like I should share. We? Uh, <laughs> I do. Um, so Danny Boyle shot a scene, um, the one where Jim and Selena celebrate with Frank and Hannah. Uh, they shot that on September 11th. Oh, you heard about the one when they get the, the vermouth out? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um he said that it was it felt extremely strange to shoot a celebratory yeah. scene on that particular day and I think they shot were shooting in New York. That's why it's uh, like also wow. like mm-hmm. I think they were shooting some scenes in New York and things That's like that. Crazy. And I think they got a lot of flack for like Mm-hmm. They shot in London for the most part, but yeah. they, like they got a lot of flack for continuing a film during yeah. 9/11 and shit like that. Um, hmm. And I guess like another part of the movie is they find out that or one of the soldiers tells them that they um, they've just been quarantined and that it's not the whole world that's like fucked up. It's just Just England or whatever. Just the island. Well, that's like there's a lot of like the passage, you know, the show that just came out and it was a book first. That's a lot of that stuff in it Mm -hmm. is like the shooting them from above at night and, Mm -hmm. you know, them just being quarantined in a specific area. So this is another influence that's from this movie. And they can see that, um, I guess, Jim is the character's name. Mm -hmm. He can see a plane go overhead. Uh, And that's when he's like realizes, oh, shit, it is just like, yeah, they're not lying to us. Uh, that scene's crazy when he lies down and looks up. Yeah. Um. There was one. Oh, Jordan said something that I thought was funny. So, you know, Brendan Gleeson gets the drop in his eye. Mm-hmm. Jordan said it was um, the origin story of Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, shit. It was just like one of my many mm-hmm. jokes I said during the movie. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. pretty sick. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's like some. Harry Potter fan fiction, but and that uh, was said by someone who claims they don't like Harry Potter. So is ooh. that still true? That I don't like Harry Potter. You made it a very point. First off, I've never said I don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. I just said I don't love it, and like I don't really get the complete obsession with it. It's a story that's been told many times has it lord of the rings oh there's a chosen one jesus christ well, th- there's a chosen one yeah uh, but a different backdrops i guess yeah. <laughs> harry right. potter Star he's a Wars. chosen one different supporting characters yeah um no harry potter's cool i guess uh oh there is one thing i want to bring up um guess you know we're fans of this movie but guess who's a huge huge fan of this movie m night <laughs> close <laughs> Michael Shannon no Stephen King 
Oh. And Close. he he loved it so much that he like rented out a theater for a showing just for him and oh, his really? friends at one wow. point. Yeah, that's cool. And he loves it, and he uses like quotes in his subsequent books and stuff mm. like that. He's he's been hot in the news right now. Stephen King. Because of oh, his controversial no. statements about Netflix. Why? What did he Wait, say? Wait, is he pro or? He's con. Like, he doesn't like Netflix. Oh, him and Spielberg are teaming up. Oh, that's what. Never mind. I'm thinking Spielberg. Oh, okay. Never mind. Spielberg doesn't. Spielberg doesn't think that Netflix movies should be up for Oscars. Yeah, he doesn't. Interesting. Why is that? Because they're. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. He. I, he. I think he loves the movie going experience so much that he doesn't think that people should just be staying in their homes and watching movies. I used Stephen King as a device to talk about the Steven Spielberg <laughs> thing. <laughs> Stephen King did not say that yeah. at all. Yeah. Stephen King. It was a Stephen. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and they're both like of that type yeah. of thing, like big in there. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. And people are very anti Steven Spielberg, I feel like, on this. Like, no one's, yeah. I feel like no one's really stuck up for him. Everyone's I don't really like, agree with him. Because what he's saying yeah. is that, like, Roma wouldn't have won Best Picture if it wasn't as accessible. Well, via Netflix, it didn't no win one Best Picture. Oh, no, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Best Foreign Film oh, wouldn't yeah, have been yeah. as yeah. popular because it wouldn't have been as seen. And like people, the the filmmakers that like make Netflix movies love it because they can right. because have they, so like yeah. in audiences in other countries that don't like mm-hmm. have like movie theaters to go to, they can just watch it on their right. Netflix. Yeah, I feel like it's a good thing because it's like it gets more eyes on the movies yeah. good movies still the option to see all those in theaters like they do release most of those types of movies in theaters yeah but are you gonna go if you yeah. can just i i i, I, w- I like on the movie theater i feel like there are instances where a lot of them aren't in the theaters which i wish some of them were mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh this would have been cool if it was in the theater like i know mm-hmm. paul shock saw roma in theaters yeah. and i know someone else i forget who it was it might have been joe who saw buster scruggs in theater oh, yeah okay, like, cool. people but, still go yeah but i think in both those cases they didn't realize that it was on no mike Netflix. did because yeah. because it was that that thing you're supposed to the ratio for roma oh gotcha that's gotcha, why gotcha. i don't know i i kind of uh I think there's more people that could watch your movies. Same with like music. I know that's mm-hmm. that's like controversial. And I don't know much about it, but mm-hmm. fuck it. Like you make music and let everybody yeah. listen to it. Like don't be so, don't be so stingy. Sorry, with I it. didn't mean to bring us there. No, no, it's with cool. Stephen fuck King. Steven Spielberg. Steven Overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. M Night's better. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, cool. So, so 28 days later. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King's favorite. <laughs> movie movie. That led to Steven Spielberg. Um, I've said about all I wanted yeah. to say about 28 Days Later. I also really yeah. liked the color tonality of it. It has a grainy cool. feel. Mm-hmm. I will sure. say I didn't know if it was the fact that like I was watching it on a DVD, which it looked it looked so no it bad. bad on it's standard it looks bad. Okay, because yeah. I was like I was gonna make the point like yo Blu-rays are so much better than yeah. DVDs because. <laughs> It was bad. We thought the same thing. We watched it on Amazon, and I asked Jordan at one point if he had rented it in standard def. Yeah, it was yeah. I think they're just going for that grainy, yeah. uh, found footagey looking thing. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but you get over that. In yeah. the beginning, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, this doesn't look good. But then it goes to the scene where he wakes up. Yeah. And you, you kind of get sucked in. Because the colors aren't as like. 
there, there's not as much light, like unnatural mm-hmm. light, so yeah. you don't notice it as much. Can we just, before we move on, though, because you brought it up in your synopsis, the whole thing starts... <laughs> I don't know what I talked about <laughs> in my synopsis. Yeah, yeah, you blacked out. Um, but you say that they're, they're showing this chimp, like, oh. scenes of outrage and mm-hmm. apocalyptical, like, images. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what like gets in his blood like i'm confused or do they have the virus in his blood and like the chimp's mm-hmm. blood and then they're showing him the images yeah they like give him something right i don't know i don't know if it's really explained but it's not i it's like not. the idea of that's how something's started you just show I guess. them like like rather than like another like zombie movies where i a lot of times i feel like you don't really know well, mm-hmm. Mike said something but... last night. He said that there was no more room in hell. Oh, well, uh, that's like a zombie that's dawn death. Yeah. mythology. Dawn of the dead. Yeah, there's no more room in hell. Uh, so the live, the dead yeah. walk the air. Yeah. And like little Nicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was from little Nicky. <laughs> You're thinking of little Nicky. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. But, um, it also reminds me of, for all the comic fa- fans out there, comic I just read uh, Why the Last Man, and it has a bit of a Why the Last Man. Yeah, I mean, this influenced a lot of things. Yeah, that were, came out post this too. Were zombies ever fast before this? I don't know. Hey, yeah, I don't know. If you're listening, let us know. I'm sure if you're fast somewhere, <laughs> if you're a fast zombie out there, <laughs> yeah, let us know if you were around before 2002. <laughs> um, cool. So what? What? Uh, what do you guys rate this one? Oh, Bailey's taking a quick drink. <laughs> yeah, to wet that palate. <laughs> hmm. I rate this one a. Hmm. A he never does a pre rate. 7.9. Hmm. <laughs> I remember being <laughs> unhappy high. when we finished this movie, but I think part of it was because Jordan and Mike talked a lot during it, and I'd never oh, seen it Oh, I hate that. And I was getting pissed <laughs> off. Oh, uh-huh. you could have told me. I, I did. I dislike. I dislike when people talk during movies. Multiple so. times, I you was like, like that? guys, no, I, don't I hate know what it. They oh, just said, it. I have no idea what they're saying yeah. in this movie, and then you just yeah. continue talking. Oh, I thought we were all in like agreement that we were gonna like kind talk. of <laughs> talk. No, it was you and Mike had an agreement that you guys were gonna talk, and I uh, kept saying, guys, I'm watching the movie, and you guys were like, oh, okay, then we continue to uh, talk. Sorry about that, lady. It's but, okay. Er, Kate. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's our code name. Yeah. Um, I rated it a 4.1, but I'm bumping that ish up to a 6.7. Also, I will say, I saw Mike's rating on Letterbox, and I'm sure he's seen this movie before, but if you watch with someone who isn't the biggest fan of it, they could kind of yeah, he was downplay the stuff. movie a lot, mm. which kind of like affects people's... Yeah, he, influ- did. he influences yeah. me, so... Yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I was just sitting there trying to watch the movie, and I'm like, I felt like a zombie, fast yeah. walking zombie. Mm-hmm. I felt like a slow zombie. I think I was a little tired. Um, but I'll give this movie like a hard six. Oh, it's so a hard, hard. six. I do hard. like the. Um, I, I hate. I kind of sound pretentious when I say this, mm-hmm. but like it's true. I like the cinematography and the shots and all that stuff. Like I just do. What um. If it wasn't a 10, like, what brings it down? Just curious. What brings it down from a higher rating to a six? 
Uh, is it the story? The story. The story. The, I was I was only on board when toward the end or when when like with the military base type guy. I like yeah. that part of it, but I think what Kate said too. It's like this story's been done a lot now, so it uh, it didn't have much that I was like, ooh, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Even though I appreciate that maybe it's one of the first of its kind. Yeah. Um, and a lot for me is like what I said earlier, like the convenience of things, like how quickly they got like their yeah. shit together. The one, the one scene. I mean, I like this movie a lot, but the one scene I thought was kind of convenient was how they they just drove the car right over those piles, oh, of cars. and they were laughing and having fun. That, that was like my least favorite that scene car of the would movie. Never have made it over. Yeah, that. no. And it wouldn't have made it over functioning. It did pop a tire, but like, come on. It would like, have. <laughs> destroyed the undercarriage of that car. they could have rode that a little bit better. you could like almost see the tracks that it drove over yeah. like like the set that they made for that i guess i just expect a little more from alex garland i don't know you know hmm. but uh this is him when he was young and just yeah. getting his feet wet I mean, if you're being your first if it's the first thing that he wrote wow well after the beach but yeah the beach was a novel first uh, so that's yeah that's true um, See, I thought the beach is way more creative and like way more interesting. This was like a breakout. Yeah. Yeah, but like you, it's hard to say that now after like zombies have popped off for Correct. so long. But True. if the, you saw this when it Good happened, point. you would be like, "Well, this is very like innovative and like Good refreshing and exactly. new." Exactly. So, I guess it's like a when you see it sort of thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm. So, like, are we saying that it hasn't aged well, maybe? So, yeah. I guess what I would say is I'm giving it its Dude. due. It's, like, rightful, like... Heir to the I can, zombies. like, place it from where it was and rate uh, okay. it like that. Right. And I guess you guys so can. What, what, well, I didn't see it <laughs> You're then. better than us, I know. <laughs> I didn't see it then. So, that's oh. part of it. Yeah. So, you're saying that... When no one's seen any type of zombie thing, we should make sure they see this first before they get exposed. Well, I, I think it's, you just kind of got to give it a score, a respectful score because of what it did. And like, we also have to out. be like, this isn't the first zombie thing ever. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking like, <laughs> it's like the first zombie movie ever made. It's just, I think there was a lull with, yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, also like creative way to do yeah, zombies. I think yeah. it was the first time someone did this way with zombies. Yeah. But I also don't know. There could be several other things that were made like this beforehand. I'm just not aware of it. Yeah, this true. movie just makes me realize if there was a post-apocalyptic situation, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't do too hot. No, same. <laughs> I don't think I'd stick around. Um, with that being said, we're in between movies. How are you guys doing? Not Good. Bad. Good. Yo, I feel like um, we didn't talk about it at the top, but I feel like you guys have seen a lot of movies recently like the letterbox has been popping yeah. off yeah so a lot of docs a our lot new of docs. thing is docs like <laughs> blockbuster docs <laughs> okay blockbuster docs? Like, like the good docs yeah the good uh, docs like uh going oh, like clear doctor yo how do you feel about going clear they kind of they try to paint tom in a bad yeah light. they i don't like what they do with <laughs> tom cruise <laughs> he it wasn't his best role yo, I, <laughs> I read an article recently saying like I, I don't know if it was after this came out, but it was talking about 28 good things Tom Cruise has done. <laughs> 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 Yo, and it was sick. I'll send you guys the yeah, link. We should post that <laughs> yeah, we'll just okay. post that on Twitter. Twitter. Um, I saw Deadpool 2. 
Mm. I actually loved it. It was so good. It was comparable to the first one. Yeah. For sure. Yo, we both watched Personal Shopper. Oh, let's talk about it. Yo. I I was underwhelmed for sure. Yeah. um, I didn't. I was expecting it to be boring before I knew what it was about. And then I kind of saw what it was about. Got a little excited and then remembered that I thought it was going to be boring. Wow, what a ride you went on. (laughs) And then it was kind of boring. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it all checked out. (laughs) Yeah. um, Like like, looking at like the cover of it, which, you know, I judge a book by its cover a lot. Mm. You definitely don't expect it to be like a... Ghost, ghost story. story no not at all and i expected it to be more of like a foreign film and where it, well it the was. director is french he's like a really yeah. well-known french director but it's also i don't i didn't expect the cgi ghost <laughs> yeah that is definitely strange <laughs> but i actually had a lot of problems with that movie and i didn't know why because that's like criterion and yeah. it's like highly regarded and i was like what did i it miss it was guillermo del toro's favorite ghost story was it? Yeah, it was on like a list that he made. It was like at the top. That's why I watched it. Yeah. I was like, oh. So, yeah, even that. Like, and I still, like, I read what people thought. And yeah. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I still don't buy it. I, I was like entertained and I watched it. I watched it on the plane, yeah. actually. And I was just like, yeah, okay. You watched it on a tiny little screen. On that the is plane. true. That's probably yeah. a different experience. Yeah. But I, I think I was on board for most of it. And then the end got very weird Mm -hmm. where like she's trying to contact her brother who died like if he died he said he was going to contact her he's like a medium or something Mm -hmm. so she's expecting like to get contacted by him and for some reason she goes to where does she go at the end like somewhere in like africa like the very end yeah oh he she's with um her brother's ex-wife he's with her brother's ex-wife or something but yeah either way the end got very very uh strange and then i what when the brother when the brother's with the coffee cup dude it was after that oh i think i stopped the movie (laughs) i was like i'm done with this okay i didn't see that well either way i'll uh, i'll have to show you the the real ending (laughs) but yeah whatever that movie's all right yeah well, we, I actually watched it a bunch since, but not, yeah. not of note. I like Buster Scruggs, actually. Mm. I thought that movie was pretty dope. We watched a bunch of just like political documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> We're real into Trump right now. <laughs> Super into Trump. <laughs> Super um, into learning about politics. Yeah. But. Uh, life. Oh, life was bad. Uh, I watched it for Jake Gyllenhaal Same. and it was yeah. pretty bad. Same. It's just an alien wannabe. I found it for like four dollars at the drugstore yeah so huh. i figured I'd pick it up for jelly yeah you know might as well yeah yeah i saw uh what did i watch recently shit, oh, shit. uh born on the fourth of july oh, with TC? tom cruise yeah i was looking to watch uh that other one he's in like that courtroom fucking movie oh. uh, a few good men yeah yeah and then i looked on amazon it was like you can only buy it for like Thirteen dollars or something. Weird. It was just—it's just not available anywhere. But That's um, yo, know, his performance in Board on the Fourth of July is really, really good. Really, the story was like okay, but like his performance is like 
he didn't win an Oscar, but he should have. Mm. I don't know what did, but he was really, really good in was it. Was he up for it? I think he was up yeah. for it. I wonder when we're going to do Tom Cruise. <sighs> we just just do his, like, <laughs> we just talk about him every up. But, yeah. um, I mean, we did The Mummy. Yeah, we did do The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> we just try to do movies he's in, but yeah. never yeah. do him. <laughs> we never do him. But yeah. he's kind of like Louis Guzman in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, we're between movies. Is it getting hot in here? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think it's hot. I think no. it's 72. It's room temp. For Not sure. Hot. But you know who, what is hot? You know who is hot? Killian Murphy. <laughs> What's your height? What's your weight? I was going to ask you if it was going to make you curious. <laughs> What's your weight? With your I feel like you'd be into it. Yeah. I think it's really That's, good. um, is Duplass. that a Duplass? Mm-hmm. Uh, Duplass. It's, uh, Mark Duplass. It's so Duplass. Why does that have to be off air? <laughs> yeah, it's just off air. Because <laughs> I talked about too many movies already. Uh, true, true. Um, All right. Cool. So, this week we're doing everything. So, let's go with Bailey first. Let's do it. He said, five feet, 10 inches, 175 pounds, 37 years old, Leo, shoe, t- size 10 shoe. I don't think his penis is very big, but I think he's good with it. <laughs> I think laugh. he's good with it. <laughs> I kind really of have laugh. a similar one. <laughs> There's this Actually, no, mine's no, different. It's mine's different. <laughs> Jordan said he's 6'2", 169 pounds, shoe size 11.5, penis... Long, skinny, and always ready. <laughs> <laughs> and he's thirty-six, Scorpio. Dude, is he horny? I didn't. I didn't mean like he's horny. I just meant he's just ready. <laughs> like hmm. always. Yeah. You think he's six too? Is he that he tall? He seems tall and gangly. He's gangly, which is deceiving. Oh shit! Oh, he's deceivingly gangly. <laughs> <laughs> and you also think he looks great for his age. So, yeah. he is 5'9". Mm. So, Bailey, you were closest. Mm-hmm. And he's 154 pounds. So he's Ooh, real skinny. scrawny. Yeah. Shoe size 10. Ooh. So, Bailey, he got yeah. that too. Um, and he was born May 25th, 1976. So, he's 42. Oh, wow. Wow. He yeah. looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 42. And he's a he, Gemini. He has piercing green eyes. <laughs> are they blue? Or are they green? Green and blue look the that's same, his, really. That's his most prominent feature. His blue eyes are his most prominent feature? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. His eyes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has green eyes. Well, that's because he's Irish, I guess. <laughs> he bleeds green. Um, his nickname is Killy. Mm. He was born in Douglas, which is in County Cork, Ireland. And then we went over the band thing already. Um, but it was post. That was like when he was in college, but his brother was sixteen. Oh. And the record label he was supposed to be signed to was called Acid Jazz Records. Um, his first feature film was The Tale of Sweetie Barrett in nineteen ninety eight. 
Um, do you want to guess his favorite foreign city? <laughs> foreign to him or foreign to us? Foreign to him. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo. It's Tokyo. You already yeah. knew that? No. Oh. He seems like a Tokyo. He's so yeah. Tokyo. Um, what is his favorite game? <laughs> like Life. Whoa. Is he both no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to clarify like board games sports one. game i don't know uh he likes soccer <laughs> so he actually is doesn't like games at all <laughs> he's like notorious for hating sports um he lo- likes ping pong i could see that he likes ping pong yeah that's a sport what's his it's called <laughs> table tennis <laughs> what's his guilty pleasure chocolate <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Taking a bubble bath. Oh, you're pretty close. Water slides. Oh. It's a water activity. Why is that, that a guilty you, pleasure? Do I don't guilty know. About do you want to know what his indulgent snack is? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> it's salted almonds. It's so lame. Um, what's his favorite animal? His dog. <laughs> I'm going to go with the... He's like a bird guy. <laughs> he would be a bird guy. He looks like a bird guy. Parakeet. It's dog. Uh, his dog of the labrador breed (laughs) whose favorite dog was their dog (laughs) or whose favorite animal was their dog wasn't that someone we did did it It might have been was it jennifer garner i don't know it might have been um (laughs) what's his favorite color green blue blue Mm -hmm. like his eyes (laughs) (laughs) both of them combined make his eyeballs what's his favorite hobbies Ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> um, reading. Yeah, and he's a boat man. So reading. <laughs> reading running, on a boat. <laughs> reading, running, and going to concerts. Ah, music man. Who's his man crush? Brendan Gleeson. Ooh, um, Christian Bale. Sam Neill. Uh, oh, is that Jurassic Park guy? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park guy. <laughs> What's his favorite band? Oh, I love this one. Besides you two, it's probably yeah. The it probably stro- is you two. The Strokes. <laughs> I'm going you two. It's actually Radiohead. Oh, I back oh, that. So I back that. What's Don't his, you say it. What's his favorite food? <laughs> Didn't we do this already? Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> Mackerel salad. <laughs> Wait, what salad? Mackerel. Like a fish. Is that a fish? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I had to write weirdo. down. It's too funny. Um, do you want to guess his musical influences, or do you want me to just tell you them? Tom York. <laughs> Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Beatles, Van Morrison, Stevie Wonder, and Tom Waits. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. wow. They're, those are popular people. Um, he started writing music at age 10. And he got... Rep- so why I said that Disco Pigs was his breakout was because that's where he got representation. Like, he didn't uh. get representation... Um, until he did that movie, even though it's the second lowest rated movie, still mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, he it said that in the first three seasons of Peaky Blinders, he smoked more than three thousand herbal cigarettes for that show. Whoa! Um, so that averages like a thousand in a season. Mm-hmm. He dislikes karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I that's back a him. fact. I yeah. back him on. That's a fact of my life. And too. he also dislikes biopics on musicians. He says, if you're truly going to appreciate the music, you should just listen to the music. 
Hmm. I don't know who but said it, not me. Can a musician have like an interesting life? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I agree. I think he's just jealous that he didn't mm-hmm. have a music that career. That he didn't sign that record. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He holds like, it against his mom his whole life. You can be an actor and still have a music career. Like, look yeah. at uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> so he, yeah, true. He, Russell Crowe, Johnny Depp. He uh, still plays with his friends. What's uh, fucking 30 Seconds to Mars? Oh, Jared, Jared Leto. Yeah. Look at him. Mm-hmm. So he says that he still like plays music with his friends, but that's um, He prefers his long hair. So sometimes he has to cut it short for rolls, but he mm. prefers long hair. Um, he, you know the coin tricks that he does around his knuckles? Mm-hmm. He actually does that. And oh, wow. That's a trick that he does. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. He said that his kids love it. <laughs> um, he originally auditioned for the role of Batman. Oh. Um, but Nolan loved his audition so much, he casted him in um, Scarecrow. And like kept him in almost every movie he's done, he's been in. Yeah. Um, How many facts does this MF or have? A <laughs> lot. <laughs> we have a few more. Um, so he's close <laughs> friends with Colin Farrell and Aww. Jonathan Reese Myers. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lip Nicky. <laughs> 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 um, but he looks up to Liam Neeson and says that's like his movie dad, it's like his surrogate father. Mm. Um, his English teacher, poet William Wall, was the one who encouraged him to act. Is that page all facts? No. Okay. <laughs> um, he attended law school in 1996, but failed his first year. Ooh. And then he has no, this, I thought this was cool. He has no stylist, no personal publicist, travels with no entourage, and often goes to premieres alone. I back that. That's He seems strange. lonely, though. <laughs> it's like very... Cool. It's like very grassrooty for a, yeah. mm-hmm. an actor. And then his most extravagant thing he owns is his stereo system. So it's just that he doesn't really like pop off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because one of the facts is that he doesn't like to share a lot about his life. But I feel like <laughs> we have so much about his life. Yeah. So yeah. do you really think that? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's cool. I like him as an actor more than I do as a person. Yeah, I don't understand him that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand him, even though we just listened to about 30 facts. Well, I don't understand because he says he's like tries to be like quiet about his personal life, yet mm. there's a lot I learned on one website about his personal life. Yeah, and I, I just don't get how his favorite snack is salted <laughs> almonds, but then on the other hand, it's mackerel salad. I just No, ate. one was his <laughs> indulgent snack, one was his favorite food. Yeah. Yeah. Get it straight. How do you? How do you? How do people know that if you're pri- a private person? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That's yeah, like you know my what? thought too. This so is, is he? So is he married? Oh, he's mi- oh. Uh, yeah, Well, uh, before you uh, say that, I was gonna uh, say, I'm starting to get heated. <laughs> oh, good. His go. personal life's pissing me off. I'm getting hot. Cue the music. That was a good transition, Jordan. Jordan, good job. Okay. Um, Killian Murphy. He's just one one relationship, married for ever to Yvonne McGinnis. So I um, actually know some things from we say. Oh, there she is. Can I see her? Oh. 
So they got married in 1996, and they met at one of his like concerts when he was still in a band. Um. Okay. I definitely, she's probably a great person. I just thought she was going to be like, I think he's really hot. I think he's hotter than she is. If that's rude, it's rude. But um, he seems like he could be like a playboy if he wanted to. He seems like he'd be like the model dating type. But he literally met his wife at a concert that he was playing his show at. Dude, he just, he loves music and Mm -hmm. gigging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have two kids. Yeah. Here they, I think Here they are. Here they are. <laughs> That's them. Can I see the picture? Aaron and what? Something. Yeah. <laughs> other one. Uh, Aaron and other one. <laughs> yeah, he seems like um, you kind of want more excitement out of his life and more, yeah. but he's pretty lame. <laughs> he's re- I mean, I wouldn't say he's just kind of boring. Yeah, he's very he's family boring. oriented. So but you know what? We, we respect that. Oh, we yeah. just don't like that. <laughs> he like is family oriented to the point where he won't own a house in the U.S. Like he doesn't want to be grounded in Hollywood. Yeah. So he only owns a home in Ireland and London. Yeah. It's yeah. not great for our podcast. Yeah, he doesn't give us a lot to talk about. <laughs> so but. with that being said, let's move on to the next movie. Um, and that is the 2012 masterpiece <laughs> red lights Woo. Uh, i think i thought you were like holding for like music or something no i didn't know what year <laughs> it was um bailey take uh, it away red lights red lights is about two scientists sure yeah, physicist and a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. Um, who are trying to basically disprove all paranormal like phenomenon, mm-hmm. and they come across Robert De Niro, who is like the biggest, um, like what para parapsychologist or whatever. Well, he he's like, just like, oh, he's like a, a magician. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. Basically, a mentalist. The biggest mentalist. um, You've ever seen. You've ever seen. He's like one of those, like, fake healer people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or is he? Um, So, they just, like, I guess Killian Murphy's character just tries to disprove him the whole time. And he has, like, a mental breakdown. He goes full sicko mode. And then there's, then he goes full sicko mode. And then there's a couple twists at the end that uh, I was on board for mm-hmm. yeah, same. i i actually have seen this movie before but really? i forgot that i've seen it before oh i can see but it. i i like the thing is like i forgot the twists as well i knew the one but i didn't know the other one i could see you watching this because the cast is on yeah point. yeah the cast is on point we have the great sigourney weaver the great who is the great <laughs> She only does like sci-fi. Yeah, she's cool. Magical mm. movies. Oh, she's yeah, so cool. She is. We have film friend Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's a baby. Baby. Yeah, and that's a weird like teacher-student relationship. We'll get to that. He's like a TA. Yeah, that's what I said too. He's a TA and that's cool. <laughs> um, and then we have the late, great Robert De Niro, although he's not late. <laughs> yeah. He's just, I just kind he's of just like saying Yeah, that. he's late. Um, he's great. He's late. He just runs. Um, late. He hasn't been in a great movie in a couple of years, so he yeah. might as well be late. 
Well, he's got that new movie coming out with uh, or a Scorsese movie. Oh uh, yeah, the Irishman. The Irishman. Yeah, that actually looks really yeah. good. Um, but anyways, yeah. So we have really, really strong acting here. Um, additionally, we have the kid from Red Oaks. <laughs> not <laughs> so, not oh, so yeah. strong. That's actor, our guy. That Come is on. our guy. <laughs> He, he looks so weird. He, does. he, he talks. Is, his line delivery is wild. So fast. It's yeah. like he's sped up. It's like he's. I don't want to forget any of these lines, so I'm going to get them out as quickly yeah. as possible. Yeah. Um, but like Bailey said, it's basically Sigourney Weaver's character and Killian Murphy's character mm-hmm. trying to just debunk and and expose everyone as frauds. All mm-hmm. these like mentalists and magicians and people taking advantage of. Uh, yeah. You know. The people the public yeah, and and money and um so but the whole time you know killian murphy wants to go after de niro's character because he's the top top dog top in the dog. game um but sigourney weaver's character is like no don't mess with him uh because, because th- she has a past with him she has a sick son who's basically in a coma as well <laughs> um <laughs> i mean he's, he's sick. very sick yeah and robert de niro you know, like fucks with her, her a little bit. Yeah, yeah got in her yeah. head. So she stays away from him her whole career. Robert De Niro's character has been out of the game for like 20 years on like yeah. a hiatus, and he's coming back. He is having a resurgence as yeah. well. So, you know, it's all coming to a head. Um, and like Bailey mentions, there's some twists. Um, one thing of note, Robert De Niro's character is blind, that is a thing of note. Yeah, he does the classic when he, you see they do a close-up of his face getting off an airplane where he takes off his glasses. That was so cheesy. Yeah. He takes off his glasses so he can see that he's blind and then he immediately puts them back on. It's <laughs> so like, that's not necessary. Yeah, he does it multiple times in the yeah. movie where he'll, it'll just be his, his <laughs> shot, his face, right? The shot, he takes off his glasses. There's his like, crooked eyes and they're glazed over and then he puts them it'd be on. funny if that was just a thing that the director didn't tell him to do that robert yeah. De Niro just <laughs> kept doing choice. that <laughs> yeah um but they were too afraid to be like yo robert don't do that yeah. so they just kept it. yeah that has to be a thing with robert De Niro. Yeah. like how much do you direct him and tell yeah. him like what if, yeah. he's, what if he's doing that robert, don't do that yeah Especially <laughs> hey bobby stop caliber. yeah yeah um, I was. I'm actually surprised Robert De Niro was in this movie. Me too. It, yeah. Not really at this time. What was it? 2012. This is when he Yo, started going this down. This might be like hide and seek De Niro. You know that movie? I don't know that movie. No. It's like. I wouldn't say it's similar, but it's like a also like a scary movie yeah. that he uh, did. Was he like, trying to like take a different persona? Almost? Yeah, I don't know. He he. I feel like he was like super into like psychological thrillers right. for a hot minute. This is pre before he gets into comedies. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So like, I really liked the idea of this movie. There was just some <laughs> weird writing in it. Yeah, I so. Were you gonna say something? Yes. You could keep keep going. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I thought that was like overdone and over accentuated like there was no reason why when we meet elizabeth olsen's character like she needed to stand up in class like out of her seat <laughs> and continually to continue to stay standing for the remainder of the class and like things like that where I was like that's like over the top and there's yeah. some dialogue where there's just like an unnecessary amount of words to explain something where yeah. i'm like you like like we were talking about the red oaks guy like there he once had had this like monologue where he really could have just said two sentences yeah. and would have given us the same there's thing. a lot of obvious things in this movie yeah. like they it 
it's like they're shoving your face in something because they think you won't catch it. So yeah, they just like really, really. And they really break down the moving of the table. Yeah, I kind of liked that part actually. Yeah, but it's just like they did oh, way too much on that yeah. first half. I think uh-huh. this movie could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah, it was kind of long. It was long. But here's the thing with the classroom scenes though. Sigourney Weaver could literally teach me anything. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could sit. She would be a professor that I would just pay attention to all the time. Now, on the other hand, Killian Murphy <laughs> seemed like the most boring professor yeah. when it was his turn to teach that day. Well, he was <laughs> clearly like the smart one because she always says, like, what are you doing at the school? Like, you could be at any yeah. school because you're well, such a good. We kind of find out why. Yeah. Do we want to spoil it? Is anyone going to go and watch this movie? Oh, I want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Fuck it. Here's the thing. Before that, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to pause it here, go watch it. Do it now. Because there are, there's, there's twists at the end. There's like two, two big ones, two big ones. One, you kind of see coming. (laughs) The one's kind of like, oh, you can guess it pretty (laughs) easily. But the but then the other one okay so that's our warning if yeah. you want to watch this yeah. movie let's talk about it so the one that uh, let's talk about the uh, let's get the obvious one out of the way. that right Niro, De Niro is Daredevil yeah, yeah De Niro's not, not blind, blind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, like I, I I turned and said that to Brie like just because I I I've seen it before so I kind of knew like a twist was coming but mm-hmm. it just seemed very like if you're gonna obvious. be a fraud like yeah, yeah. you're gonna pretend you can't see but can actually and he see. moved around so well for yeah. being blind and, and also yeah. you're not gonna like for someone who's doing that job it's smart because who's gonna call out someone for not being blind right well, yeah like stevie wonder um, the stevie wonder conspiracy hey it's on youtube hey, he catches that mic stand <laughs> yo i love it <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and now the second big twist. Let's work our way to yeah, it, I guess. I'm down. So Killian Murphy and Sigourney Weaver working to expose these frauds. She warns him not to go after De Niro. He starts to go after De Niro. She dies. She dies. Uh, because of an existing Well, you see her take illness? medicine through Right, the yeah. Which I like that touch because mm-hmm. at first I think, oh, she died because De Niro yeah. did something, something weird. Um, but then I realized, oh, she is popping pills the whole time. She's kind of acting strange here and there. Yeah. And it's, yeah, because she's going to die. Or she she dies unexpectedly, yeah. but, like, it's because of a rare illness. Yeah. Right. So that be, that starts this Killian Murphy spir- downward spiral of him starting to lose his goddamn mind. And, like, paranormal things are happening around him. But uh-huh. you think, as the viewer the whole time, it's De Niro's influence yeah. somehow. Right. And he also, like, lives in his lab. He, yeah, he lives in, like, a warehouse. He, like, kind is of thing. immersed in all of it. Like, he has yeah. a bit no of a separation from it. He has that, like, mad scientist, scientist vibe a little bit. But he gets so conditioned to, like, the stuff that he thinks De Niro is doing that he once said, oh, don't worry, that's just a bird hitting the window. Like, mm-hmm. he knows that, like, these things are going to occur around mm-hmm. him. He gets so desensitized to them. Which then leads to the big climax of the movie oh um the big climax of the movie (laughs) so then there's like when he goes full sicko mode yeah he gets like beat up in the bathroom like really really bad but also there's a lot of things that um break easily in that bathroom yeah the porcelain isn't really yeah the porcelain's like chalk yeah Yeah. 
Um, now this is the bathroom of De Niro's like big show, his big um, like comeback to the mainstream. Because yeah. he had, like they made a big like PR push about doing a tour, and then canceled all the shows but this one. Yeah, and then they have a. Um, he also contacted the university, I guess, where Killian Murphy works oh, and yeah. had their scientists like test him to like actually prove if he's like telepathic was, or that was a weird part has too. some abilities. They did that multiple times. So they did like a lot of from the news perspective mm-hmm. a bunch. And then they did this was from the documentary perspective, which was kind oh, yeah. of a cool touch, but it was also like weird. Yeah. It's kind of like just thrown in there. Yeah. Like if they did like they were were to do that like throughout the movie it might have been cooler but just like oh we're gonna just throw in like a documentary yeah, file was, like, for like right. a hot minute so the test done at the school was to prove to see if he was like real or not and the scientists doing this and killian murphy was part of it ki- kind of he like kind of he forced himself. his way yeah. Yeah. yeah um but the the lead scientist can't find anything to discredit him and and mm-hmm. call him out as a fraud it looks good and they're like reviewing tapes and doing all this shit. It takes Elizabeth Olsen maybe a, a minute. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry, I, I have the hiccups, hiccups really bad oh. right now. Um, uh, it takes Elizabeth Olsen a minute to look at the tapes and figure out what what happened. Mm-hmm. Which is just like a sim- simple simple trick with his watch for this one yeah. test and. We're like. And him and his assistant have their watches set to different times. Yeah. So that when they both hit that certain time, they know when to, to enact certain things. At, at which at that point, I didn't really think to myself that he can see for some reason. That <laughs> got revealed like later on when Killian Murphy like comes out of the bathroom full sicko mode and yeah. Yeah. throws a coin at him and he catches it. Yeah. yeah that and that sick. that's the, the climax of the movie where Killian Murphy, after he gets beat up in the, the bathroom that just falls apart when you touch it, he, <laughs> he, um, oh. <laughs> sorry guys. Um, Jordan's going into full sicko yeah, mode. I'm sorry. I got bit. Um, he just confronts, he confronts De Niro while De Niro's on stage, but, he also, Killian Murphy makes the stadium like explode. fall apart, explode. Well, you don't Basically, really know. Yeah. Like when it's happening, I I thought, and I guess this is like the big reveal that like Robert De Niro is like making the whole place right. like kind of explode. But then, especially because he had done it in when he was in the other venue. Yeah, but then here's the big spoiler. I guess is that like the whole time Killian Murphy has had these abilities to make things move and like Which makes have me shit pop off think about what the fuck was the rest of his life like up yeah. until that point killian murphy was the de niro yeah but like why wouldn't like i feel like i wish there was a little more reference to his childhood yeah and like stuff that had gone on when he was younger to like make that feel more valid yeah and it's like and i guess like his like big regret is never telling sigourney weaver like yeah. that he has abilities mm-hmm. and i guess he was <laughs> Was his whole thing just trying to find a friend who <laughs> who also had abilities? So that's why he was with her the whole time? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know his whole motivation. That's actually a good point. But maybe he's just looking for a friend. He said something about his mom having cancer and someone lying to her about it. And it being like it ended up not curing it. And But his mom's still alive because he talks about his mom later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. that. I guess you don't know about his backstory too much because that's the twist. Yeah. So if they give you too much, yeah. it's maybe you could see, 
see it coming the one part i really didn't believe was so he was fucked up like he was super bloody his shirt was like a different color from the blood the first thing he does is go to the hospital where sigourney weaver's son is and pulls the plug but he walks into a hospital covered in blood and then Mm -hmm. he just leaves that hospital in the same condition i mean i guess if you're gonna walk into a place (laughs) full of blood and like kind of get away with it the hospital's (laughs) like but i feel like they would have stopped him and been like yeah he was using no. his magical powers. Yeah. We don't know how that works. Um, so, yo, it's honestly very M. Night. Oh, of it the is. It's movie. so M. Night. Because it's very, like, Sixth Sense where, like, I guess you can watch it again and then realize that all the stuff that's popping off, Killian Murphy yeah. is, like... Mm-hmm the actual cause of it and they not even Robert give you they give you little flashbacks after yeah. the reveal yeah. of like moments in the movie where it was yeah it exactly. was because of him like his yeah. computer and stuff the like birds yeah. and his room when his room gets all tossed yeah. up um, um but yeah honestly pretty decent movie for being rated so yeah. poorly i think the acting definitely drives it yeah, yeah. the twist may Makes it pretty cool. The big twist, yeah. not De Niro not being blind. You see that in the first yeah. five seconds yeah. when he takes his glasses yeah. off. Um, um, but overall, not bad. He not also bad. does the coin trick on his hands in this movie, um, yeah. which I liked because it brings in the idea of like practical magic and like mm-hmm. the actual like magician. Well, he does things. sleight of hand with Elizabeth yeah. also when he's wooing her. So. And that yeah. guy, that, that scene was unnecessary when the guy at the other table is looking at him doing mm-hmm. that and they cut over to the other guy. They cut over to him. Oh, yeah. to Yo, I thought that was funny. Yeah. I actually like giggled. It's funny, but it's also like... Well, the guy was looking at him because he stuck a knife through his face. He stuck a pen through his lip. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also like they never address that man at the other yeah. table. They just cut to him like multiple times. Yeah. We also saw Elizabeth Olsen's dad, it looked like, at one point when he was like at a house with a suitcase. Remember when he's putting all the suitcases uh, in the yeah. car? Yeah. Which is really strange. Um, um. But one of my thoughts was similar to Jordan's Mad Eye Moody fact. Did he teach the coin tricks to Two Face? in batman series oh yeah i I guess so (laughs) (laughs) yo it definitely has like a um the prestige kind of vibe almost where it's like yeah well it's like in that movie there's two like magicians that are trying to outduel each other and disprove the other one and like it definitely has that feel i kept thinking of the movie six souls that we reviewed a while ago too oh Yeah. yeah if this movie didn't have the twist at the end i feel like it would be straight up not very good at all. Yeah, the I agree. twist definitely makes the movie. I agree. It gives it more oomph. Yeah, yeah for definitely. sure. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, yeah. I had something else to say. I just lost it. And it's I, definitely like I feel like it's our kind of movie yeah. to oh, be absolutely. into. Absolutely. You got for like sure. you got the big twist. Always on board. There's some paranormal shit going on, which is cool. And you got like famous actors like that's like a recipe for success for us yeah like famous actors in weird roles yeah it's safe to say this movie is film friends approved yes for sure so i know what i was gonna say since kate and i are on a bit of a doc um spree right now Mm -hmm. there's a good documentary called an honest liar i saw that i I watched that it did remind me of this this yeah big time yeah which is like this guy who's a mentalist magician, blah, blah, blah. And like the, I don't know what in 60, 50s, 60s, he's like, he has a moment where he 
flips the the script and then starts exposing people because mm-hmm. he knows all their tricks and he knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's and kind it's of a lot, similar. It's, like it's very much like they're exposing people in this movie by um Oh, like tapping into the ear tapping pieces. into like people have like earpieces right. on stage right. and they right. like already have facts about the people in the crowd mm-hmm. and like that's like well like that movie exactly i haven't seen it it's yeah. it's really good it's really I, I would suggest if you watch this movie and you like it and you want a real story mm-hmm. check out an honest liar yeah. nice mm-hmm. cool so what what would you get rate this movie um i'd give it a cool 6.5 well i gave this really low number because it was so long and i had a hard time sitting through it. i originally mm-hmm. gave it a 3.1 but i'm Damn. gonna bump it up to a four mm, five. Mm-hmm. five five a 4.55 yes no like a, no five. A, five. five a literal five yeah a good, good high five you know it's like a good high five i'm go- going right with bailey Six point five for sure. Wait, what did you rate? Six. Wow. I like I enjoyed this movie way more than okay. twenty eight days later. Like I respect twenty eight yeah. days later, but it doesn't get me get me going like uh <laughs> It doesn't get me. It doesn't get me it like It doesn't get you, dude. A little paranormal with Robert De Niro and Kelly Murphy and the Queen Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. So. The Queen of Film Friends. Yeah. She's great. Have we reviewed her yet? No, we've talked about it, but we have not. Yeah. Ooh. She's in the village too. I can't believe uh yeah. it's not butter. Just, she slipped past you. Yeah. <laughs> she won't slip past me again. <laughs> um cool. So overall, how do we feel about uh Killy? Killy. Um Killy's cool. I like him. Um I if he's in like a good if I if he's in a dope trailer, I'll check out the movie for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wait, but like the trailer has to be dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, if he's in some like fucking movie about a king of England, or like, if like the uh, wind shakes the barley, I'm kind of <laughs> out. But like if there it's anything, any if, in if it. there's no barley and no royalty, <laughs> I'm in. I get that. He's like really good to look at, and he's a really good actor. So I back his career and mm-hmm. and seeing him on screen i agree he's a really good guy to look at um <laughs> but i'm kind of with you bailey like yeah. if he's in anything i'll watch it if but if barley's in the title i'll probably watch it too but if it's royalty or like <laughs> get it out of here i mean i feel like i'd back actually a royalty move because he's really good at playing and acting without talking and i feel like those like dramas like that are really yeah it's all about the stone yeah. face yeah i am um, I want to see him in more leading roles. Like Same. I guess Peaky Blinders, he's like, yeah, uh, and that's like significant. People love that shit. Yeah, um, I've never seen it. I know Nate Lawler loves that shit. Nate Lawler <laughs> loves it. Does. Hey, he Nate, it. thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, thank you. Um, we want to continue doing this. So, so yeah, tweet at us, email us. Yeah, keep DM hit, us. keep hitting us up with suggestions. We we definitely have a a couple out there. I know Sly uh, Sly Stone. <laughs> Is definitely <laughs> gonna be one that we're gonna tackle. Oh yeah, that um, suggestion was sick. Yeah, and there, there's a couple out there that we're definitely gonna um, hit up in the upcoming episode. Up, oh gosh, I got Upcom- a, upcoming uh, episodes. I am <laughs> dying with these hiccups, so we better get going. But as always, thanks for listening, 
hit us up on social media. You know where to find us. Rate us five stars. We need to bump our rating oh, back fu- up. Oh, yeah, we got so another five. one star, but I don't want to talk about it. Wait, I'd didn't Mike already tell us that or no? Another no, one? we got another one. Yeah, people are... Giving us one star. I think it they think us. it's funny. Well, fuck you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, how are we ever going to get sponsored? So bump us back up to a f- solid five. Yeah, at least give us a two star. Like, let's get the two and three stars. Yeah. Just stay away from the one stars. But even if you hate us, we still love you. So Thanks, haters. Thanks, haters. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. Michael Shannon.